Welcome back guys to the Max Out Show. Super pumped for this episode because today we're going to take a deep dive into how you can level up the self-efficacy in your life in order to actually make your dreams come true. Now self-efficacy, according to researchers, is one of the best predictors of success because what it really comes down to is your belief and your ability to execute against your dreams. In other words, if you have high levels of self-efficacy, you believe that you're able to actually take the necessary action steps that are required in order for you to achieve that goal. So for an example, you know, if you want to run a marathon and you have that training plan, if you have a high level of self-efficacy, you believe that you're actually able to run those miles every day, that you, when you look at that training plan, you look at the you know, daily trainings, you think, I can do this. I can pull that off, right? Same thing in any other area of your life. If you have a high level of self-efficacy in your relationships, you believe, I'm great at forming and building and maintaining relationships and, you know, studying, right? I believe I can actually go and study for, you know, eight hours a day leading up to finals week whatever it is. And so this is really one of the greatest predictors of your success in life. Why? Because our brains were fundamentally designed hundreds of thousands of years ago with one goal in mind, and that is to keep us alive. Now the problem back then, unlike today, is that food and therefore energy was very scarce. And so our brains evolved in a way that essentially forced us to save energy and really decide with every effort and every action, every behavior that we take, is this worth it? Does this give us anything in return? And if it didn't, if it, you know, we expand energy, we go try to hunt an animal, but we really think that we're not going to get it. We're too slow. Like we're not able to catch it. It wouldn't make any sense for our brain to expand energy on that behavior because we don't get anything in return. And so the exact same thing happens today. Still, if you believe you know, that you can't achieve your goal. If you believe you can't actually, you know, run that marathon, you can't actually study that much. Guess what? Your brain will self-sabotage you. You will talk yourself out of taking the necessary actions that are required for you to achieve your goal. And so luckily, self-efficacy is a taught behavior. It's a taught belief, which means that we can actually change it. We can really leverage that. We can become better. We can increase our levels of self-efficacy. Therefore, our motivation, our energy our drive to actually take action towards our dreams guys and so albert bandura he's been one of the world's most influential psychologists of all time he shares these four you know tools that you can use to level up your levels of self-efficacy in your life number one is mastery experiences number two is vicarious learning number three social persuasion and lastly we got physiology so i'm going to take a little deep dive into each one of these four areas and share with you exactly how you can use them to increase your levels of self-efficacy. So number one, mastery experiences. What this means is the best predictor of future success is simply past success. Meaning if you've done something in the past, if you've run a marathon in the past, your level of self-efficacy and belief that you can do it again obviously increases, right? Because you have that experience. And so many times, guys, when people come to me for one-on-one coachings, for example, they're like, well, I don't feel confident. And I usually ask them, like, is there a reason you should feel confident? Like, should you really feel confident? You know, going into, like, running a marathon next weekend if you've never trained? No, you shouldn't. There is a healthy level of skepticism that sometimes is necessary, especially if we haven't done the work. And so what's really necessary, if we want to feel confident, 
we need to have a reason for confidence. There needs to be a base. Otherwise, what happens is, you know, in the United States in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, there was this, this idea of simply telling kids, raising kids with this idea that you're the greatest, right? So parents would simply tell the kids all the time, you're the greatest, you're the best in the world, without them actually having done anything. Now, what the research has shown is that was a huge fail because what happened is essentially you create a bunch of narcissists. You raise these kids into adults that believe that they're the greatest in the world if they've never actually done jack shit with their lives. And that's a huge problem. And so you want to make sure that when you build that self-efficacy, that belief in yourself, that confidence, you actually base it on, on some foundation of truth of actually having done something, right? That really is, is a really key thing. And so, yeah, we can do a lot of mental games. We can do a lot of things of faking until we make it. That is powerful. We're going to talk about some of these things. But really, at the end of the day, to have long-lasting and deep and true levels of confidence and self-efficacy, you want to have a foundation upon which you can build that, you know, that castle of, of confidence in your life. And so you want to, you know, if you, you know, are trying to get to a certain goal, you want to have these small wins, right? If you want to, for example, run a marathon, I'm just using this example because it's a great way to visualize it. If the big goal is I want to run a marathon, how do you build that confidence? You don't build that confidence by, you know, running that marathon, by being like, okay, I've never trained, but let me run a marathon next weekend. No, you start to go slowly build it up. You run maybe your first 5K and you start training every day, right? Or like five times a week, whatever it is. And then you run that first 10K and then a half marathon. And over time, as you take these steps, as you get these wins over and over and over again, what happens is you build a confidence through master experiences, through realizing, hey, I'm getting better. I'm gaining new skills. I'm actually getting stronger. And as a byproduct of that, you're going to develop confidence. And so that's the first key here really is you want to have master experiences. You want to have, you want to practice over and over and again, actually put in the work so that you see that, hey, I'm actually getting better at this. I'm actually developing my confidence through that. Now, the second key is vicarious learning. The basic idea here is really that if someone else has done it, I can do it too. And so on this channel, I talk a lot about leveling up your tribe, leveling up the quality of people that you surround yourself with. Because guess what? If the people around you are doing amazing things, or maybe even, you know, a distant mentor from like halfway across the world, if you see someone else do something that you didn't think was possible before, and now all of a sudden they do this, guess what happens? You start to believe in it. This is what happened when Roger Bannister broke that four-minute mile in 1964, right? For decades, people had believed it was impossible. Newspapers literally wrote and journalists that your heart would burst into a thousand pieces if you broke that barrier because they thought it was impossible. And guess what happened? Roger Bannister, he came along and he believed in it. He visualized his success over and over again. He believed in it. He broke that four-minute mile. And over the next couple of years, dozens and dozens of other guys broke that same barrier to the point where today high schoolers even break the four minute mile because all of a sudden they believed it was possible just by seeing one guy, Roger, Sp Roger Bannister, actually pulled off in reality. And so finding those role models was really key. Now the third key, the third tool to mastering self-efficacy in your life is social persuasion. So what this comes down to really is somebody else, a mentor, a coach, a friend, a family member, someone you trust and love, telling you, you can do it. I believe in you, right? And telling you all the reasons why. Maybe it's even you persuading yourself. What this comes down to then is positive self-talk. 
And one great tool that you can use here, I've talked about this before, is this gap versus gain concept. When you think about your dreams and your goals in your life, you can focus on two things. You can focus on the gap between where you are today and where you want to be, or you can focus on a gain, on how far you've already come along the past, the steps and the actions that you've already taken. Now, guess what happens? Two very different things. If you focus on the gap constantly, it can motivate you, but oftentimes it can also be very, very frustrating because there's such a huge way to go, right? And that can actually sap your confidence and your self-efficacy. If you see, I'm so far away from my goal, I don't know if I can ever get there. So this can be hugely demotivating to people if that space between where they are and where they want to be in the future is too wide. And so what you can do instead is you can focus on the game. You can focus on how far you've already come. You can focus on you know that time you went out there for the first time, months, years, decades ago, and you tried and you were so miserable at it and yet you keep improving and you kept getting so much better. And you remind yourself, and this really goes back to master experiences, you remind yourself of all the successes and all the progress that you've already made. This is a huge part of positive self-talk, guys, of really getting clear on how far you've already come along the way. And so social persuasion, especially self-persuasion, is really a powerful tool that you can use to truly level up your self-efficacy. Now, lastly, the fourth tool I want to share with you guys is physiology. This is fascinating concept that how we you use our body, the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we breathe, the way we carry ourselves, changes our actual belief in ourselves. So Amy Cuddy, she's given a fantastic TEDx talk on this, on really the power of simply standing up tall, you know, using our body in these wide and open ways. Guess what that does? That actually increases your levels of confidence and decreases your levels of stress, which means you'll feel more confident simply standing more confidently. Now, Annie Vernon, um, she's a two-time world champion in, in rowing and Olympic silver medalist. She also talks about this, and she, she has this great story of when she was you know, 22, 23 years old, starting out her, her rowing career, and she had a lot of you know, self-doubt. She wasn't really confident, but what she decided to do was she pretended, like in some alternate universe, she was already an Olympic champion. She pretended like she was already the best in the world and decided to simply carry herself that way going forward, to talk like it, to walk like it, to think like it, to believe like it, and to act like it. Because guess what happens? Once you start to believe that you're actually great at that thing that you want to do, this doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be an Olympic champion or an athlete or whatever. It can be simply, you know, I am a great father or mother or spouse or partner. I'm a great friend. I'm great at listening to people. I'm a great leader. I have great impact. doesn't matter what it is, but you already start to act and believe like that thing that you want is already there. It's already in existence. Like you already have those skills and those abilities and those you know, capacities and emotions, but whatever it is inside of you. And when you start to act like this, guess what happens? You really start to believe in it and you start to be in coherence with that on a daily basis, which means you make it so much more easy for you to actually become that person in reality. Guys, if you've been listening to this podcast, you've seen this concept over and over and over again. And so many of the great athletes and entrepreneurs and psychologists I, I interview is like, there's this common underlying principle of if you want to become something, if you want to become a certain type of leader, a certain type of person, by starting to believe that you're already that person and starting to act like it today, 
instead of waiting for 10 years down the line when it might happen, by acting like it today, showing up like that champion you are today, you make it so much easier for yourself to act in alignment with that, to be coherent with that, and therefore become that person in reality, guys. And so I really hope you enjoyed this quick video, guys. Four keys, really powerful tools that you can use to level up your sense of self-efficacy and confidence in life. If you enjoyed this video, guys, hit the subscribe button below if you haven't done so to get these daily episodes on maxing out your life. Thanks for watching and see you tomorrow.